Chuck E. Cheese's, known as a place where a kid can be a kid, isn't as innocent as people make it out to be. Sure, it seems like just another arcade place for kids, with the creepy robotic mascot band on stage. But unfortunately, I got to experience it. I got to experience the truth. The horrible truth behind Chuck E. Cheese. During the summer of 2006, I was about to be a senior in high school and I needed some extra cash to buy a car. So I decided to look for a job. I searched the newspapers daily for any job openings anywhere, but I found more news stories about missing teenagers than I did job listings. It was a strange time. My parents didn't want me going out anywhere and most parents kept their children indoors at all times. It was the sixth missing teenager that month. It was in the paper, on the news, it was everywhere. They all seemed to be 16 or 17 years old. I came from a small town in Pennsylvania. These disappearances brought a lot of attention to our town. However, these reports didn't stop me from going out to look for a job. I lived about 10 minutes away walking distance from a big strip mall that had a Chuck E. Cheese in it. And when I was applying to some stores at that strip mall, I noticed that the Chuck E. Cheese had a Help Wanted sign on the door. So I went in to apply. I asked the employee standing by the entrance for a job application. And without responding, he called for a manager. A man, probably in his late 40s, walked to me and greeted me, immediately asking when I could start. He didn't even interview or talk with me. He just basically offered me the job right away. This shocked me because I had never heard of a job that didn't require some kind of interview. I told him I could start work immediately. The man told me to come back the next day to be trained and to receive the employee uniform. I left that place so excited that I didn't even think about how weird it was. I had just gotten a job. Now I could save up for a car before school starts. It wasn't until I had gotten back home that I started to realize how strange it was that I was spontaneously offered a job with no interviewing. They basically just hired a complete stranger. How did they know that I was qualified or able to do the job? I imagined that they were just really short-staffed and decided to just be happy that I had got the job. That night, I did some research on what I would most likely be doing as my job. I found out that most new employees would either be cleaning up or dressing as the Chuck E. Cheese mascot. Ugh, great, I thought. I didn't really want to have to walk around in that thing. I went back the next day around 4 o'clock. The manager greeted me and gave me a red shirt with the Chuck E. Cheese logo. He then proceeded to show me what it was that I'd be doing, which was cleaning tables, sweeping floors, and cleaning and maintaining the robotic mascots. I was relieved that he didn't mention dressing in the Chucky costume, but I didn't understand what he meant by maintaining the robotic mascots. And he explained that sometimes the animatronics get quirky, particularly Chucky. Sometimes, even in their idle states, the animatronics get overheated and need to be cooled down, or they might break or glitch. I didn't see how that made sense, but I didn't question it. It seemed easy enough. After showing all this, the manager asked me if I was ready to start working today. I was shocked, but I was anxious to make money. 
so I told him yes. It was only then that he finally introduced himself as John, and asked me for my name. After I introduced myself, he seemed in a hurry to leave. I stopped him and asked if he needed my personal information and worker's card, since I was only 17. He chuckled and responded, Don't worry about that, bud. This job is off the books. I asked him what I should start doing and when my shift ended. He told me to clean tables for now and to leave when instructed. After this, he stormed out of the building without even saying goodbye or good luck. I stood there feeling awkward and extremely confused. What kind of job was this? Leave when instructed? How long were they going to keep me here? And they didn't need any of my information? I started cleaning tables for now and continued to do so for a while. It wasn't so bad so far. About an hour into my shift, an employee told me to go backstage and clean up the robots before their show. John the manager had shown me the stage earlier and cleaning these furry robots seemed easy. I filled a bucket with soapy water and brought some paper towels over to the robots. They all seemed perfectly clean, just like I had expected. Why would they get dirty in the first place? But I figured I should just do it anyway. I started with the character all the way on the right, the human one, the one dressed like a chef. I rubbed a damp paper towel around its face. Not that it changed much. It looked just as clean afterwards. I repeated this process until I reached the Chucky robot, which was all the way on the left side. This one definitely seemed more realistic, even to the point where it was really creepy. How could kids find this entertaining? I couldn't understand it. Apart from all the other robots, the Chucky one actually seemed pretty dirty particularly around the mouth. So I scrubbed around the robot with a damp paper towel. It was weird though, this robot was softer than the others. Just as I finished, the robot turned its head to me and opened its mouth. I jumped back and almost screamed out loud. I walked around to the other side of the robot to see if its head would follow me. It didn't. It seemed obvious to me right away that the Chucky robot was left on for some reason. I didn't really think much of it after that. After another hour of sitting in that room, I had to resume cleaning up tables and floors while the robots did their show. Besides that, it was a pretty easy and boring night. Eventually an employee came up to me and told me to go home. I think it was almost nine o'clock when I left. On my way home, I felt kind of happy. I had found such an easy job so quickly, I didn't mind it at all. Most of the shift I'd spent in that room watching in those idle robots. At the end of the night, I fell asleep pretty quickly. But around three in the morning, I woke up to the sound of something coming from outside. It was incomprehensible at first, but pretty soon I could make it out to be a very high-pitched, creepy laughter. We lived on a really quiet road, and hardly ever was there somebody walking past our house. I felt a bit unnerved, but I got up to go look out my window. I lifted the blinds up and peeked out the window. The street light outside provided enough light to see the side of my property, along with the street, and the woods across the street. 
I scanned it, looking to find anybody that might be out there. But nobody. Just as I was about to get back into my bed, I noticed something across the street by the edge of the woods. It was the silhouette of what seemed to be a big man. From where he was standing, the light didn't reveal any of its features. All I could see was the black figure facing my window. I pulled down the blinds and jumped back into my bed. I almost wanted to tell my dad about it, but I didn't want to seem like a baby. What kind of creep was standing out there like that? Whatever. They're out there and I'm in here, I thought. I tried to fall asleep, but for a whole hour, all I could think about was the figure I saw outside. I'm wondering if it was still out there. I finally got the courage to lift up my blinds and check again. He was gone. Ah, what a relief. I pulled the blinds back down and after that, I fell asleep relatively quickly. The next day I went back to work at around 4. It was weird that day. When I got there, I noticed that a lot of the other employees were giving me odd stares. Like I didn't belong or something. One employee came up to me and told me that I would be watching the animatronics all day. I didn't really have a problem with that. I just wondered why they would need someone to sit there for hours. All they were were just robots. The first two hours of my shift went slow. None of the robots moved or overheated. I had already finished quote-unquote cleaning them, if I should even call it that. I didn't have anything to do. I made a note to myself to bring some magazines or something to keep myself entertained the next day. There was no animatronic show that night. I guess they mainly did those for little kids' parties' birthdays. I guess that's why they were all motionless that night. Anyway, sitting around these robots for hours with nothing to do gave me time to observe some things. Like how the curtains were covered by some electronically moving wall. And how two of the robots that were sitting down still managed to be the same height as the other robots that were standing up. I found them all to be creepy, but I found the Chucky robot to be the scariest. I've never seen an animatronic that looked so real. The way it was just facing the curtains, with a creepy smile on its face. It made me a bit uneasy. Before I could examine it anymore, one of my superiors came behind the stage and told me to take my lunch break. I asked her what the point of my job was, and pointed out that I hadn't done anything. Her response was, your job is more than meets the eye. What? What are you... Before I could finish my sentence, she walked away. This beyond confused me, and I just thought the girl was a straight-up weirdo. Why would I have reason to think otherwise? During my half-hour lunch, I got a 50% discount on all food from the place, which was nice. While I was eating, another employee, probably in his 20s, walked up to me and looked very spooked, said, Get out of here while you still can. Before I could respond, he walked quickly to the exit of the building before disappearing. Wow, there sure are a lot of creeps working here, I thought to myself. But what can you expect, though, when they hire anybody that walks through their doors? When my break was over, well, technically my whole job was a break. I never did anything. But when my lunch break was over, I walked back to the backstage. But when I opened the door to enter, 
The Chucky robot was facing the door, with the big smile on his face. I almost fell back from fear. But curiosity made me instantly walk up to the robot and examine it. I thought it was turned off. I gave the robot a few knocks on the arms, to see if it would react. The arms didn't even feel like they were made of plastic under the fur. It felt like I was knocking on an actual arm. The robot then turned to face me again. What the hell was up with this? This thing was so realistic. I didn't even want to be in that room anymore, let alone for three more hours. I thought for a second that maybe it was overheating and spazzing out, so I sprayed it with the bottle. This only made it more glitchy. Its mouth started to jerk up and down, and its eyes closed. A sickening squeaking sound erupted from the robot. Don't tell me I broke it, I thought. The motion stopped and it opened its eyes again. I went to sit back down, just try to ignore it. I wanted to get through the shift quickly, without scaring myself too much. But when I sat in the chair and looked up, the Chucky robot had yet again turned to face me. I didn't like this. They made this thing too realistic. I spent the next few hours sitting there uncomfortably, with the robot's eyes watching me. I was thinking about what the girl had said. Your job is more than meets the eye. And that weird guy telling me get out of here while you still can. What does that mean? Are they planning on killing me or something? That stupid nerd. He's probably just trying to be a jerk. I checked my watch repeatedly, anxious to get out of there. I was waiting for somebody to come in and tell me that I could leave like the previous night. But nobody came in. It was 10 o'clock exactly, so I decided to just leave. I walked out of the back door of the stage and left it open, in case somebody needed to get in there and turn off the robots. As I walked toward the exit of the building, I realized that there wasn't anyone in sight. Some lights had already been shut down. I guess they closed pretty quickly. I was sure there was a manager somewhere closing up so I felt it safe to leave. During my walk home, I reflected on the whole situation. How fast I was hired, how weird my job is, all the stares from the other employees, and the strange comments people were making about me. I started to think, if they weren't going to have a show tonight, why did they need me to come in? Why not just turn off the robots? Why did they need me to come in and watch them for six hours? What was I watching? I really wasn't comfortable with the job anymore and decided that the next day I would go in and tell John that I'm not interested in staying. That night while laying in bed, I tried to think of other places I could work, but the thought of the Chucky robot staring at me kept coming up. I don't know why. I mean, it seemed obvious that the robots had advanced interactive technology. It's just, it was a little too advanced. That was the last thought I could remember before drifting off to sleep. I woke up at around 3 in the morning again, to the same disturbing laughter. This time it was closer. A lot closer. My heart started pounding in my chest. The person I saw last night was back, back again seemingly to harass me, 
I had to confront this person, so I got on my feet and put my hand under the blind. With one instant boost of courage, I jerked the blind up to reveal it. It was the face of Chuck E. Cheese mascot, standing right outside my window, looking right back at me. With the same smile that I'd seen at the Chuck E. Cheese's. I stumbled backward on something on the floor, causing me to fall to the ground. I barely managed to get back up on my feet. Then realizing that the face of the window was gone, I grabbed the blind handle and yanked it down. I sat down on my bed to try and comprehend what just happened. Somebody was pulling a prank on me. They followed me home and threw a Chucky costume on, just to scare me. I knew they were all jerks, the way they stared at me, whispered as I passed by, and the strange comments. I'm probably some pawn in a big prank. That's why they hired me so quickly. But why? Why me? What did I do? I decided the first thing in the morning, I would go back to the place and give John the manager a piece of my mind, and tell him I would sue if they continued to harass me. That night I had trouble falling asleep after that. It was probably hours before I actually managed to fall back asleep, only to wake up early the next morning. I took a quick shower, skipped breakfast, and stormed out the front door, walking back to the Chuck E. Cheese's. When I arrived there, there were three cop cars parked outside along with crime scene tape covering the entrance to the place. I asked a police officer what happened, and he told me that one of the animatronic characters had been stolen from the place the previous night. Who the hell would steal one of these things, and how? thought to myself. Something has been going on. Something's not right with this place. But I did not want to get to the bottom of it. I just wanted to get away from it. I walked back home and looked up this particular Chuck E. Cheese on Google. Conveniently, there was a phone number from my manager only. It didn't say John. It was some man named George Mayhew. I thought that was strange, but I called the number anyway. Voicemail. I left a message stating what was on my mind and hung up. I hoped that would end that. Then I realized I still have to get paid put myself in a really awkward position now, since I still had to go back and collect my payment. Ugh, whatever, I'll do it tomorrow, I told myself. Besides all that, the rest of the day went slow and normal. It wasn't until night that I found out that my dad was working the night shift. My mom was already staying the night with my grandma, who was feeling ill, which meant I had the house to myself. I could have had a few friends over and stuff, but I wasn't in any mood for that. I needed time for myself to reflect on what was up with that Chuck E. Cheese. Who the hell steals animatronics? I mean, I guess they're worth something, but to go through that effort? Why not rob a jewelry store or something? Whatever, not my problem anymore. That night, I was ready to call the police if the pranksters returned. I kept my cell phone on overnight, next to my bed. I stayed up late watching TV, dreading having to fall asleep. I watched TV until about 2 in the morning, before even trying. But I couldn't. My mind was racing. I rolled around in my bed for a good hour, not even remotely tired. My brain was waiting for the laughing from outside, or some kind of knock on the window. So much to the point that I started to become paranoid. I started to imagine sounds like some kind of squeaking noise. 
I started seeing things. I thought I could see the silhouette of a figure in the opposite corner of my room. I told myself to stop being paranoid and just to go to sleep. Somehow I did calm myself down a bit, almost enough to finally fall asleep. I was finally relaxed until... What the... Who the hell is calling me this late at night? I checked the caller ID. It said, unknown number. I wasn't going to answer that. I put my cell phone back on the desk and rolled back onto my side. I was so close to falling asleep and now I was wide awake again. I knew I didn't answer the phone because I was partially afraid to. It was probably about a minute or two later when I heard the voicemail tone go off on my phone. I truthfully did not want to listen to it. But then, a sickening thought came up that the call was to inform me of bad news of my ill grandmother. I snatched the phone and flipped it open and pressed the button to listen to the voicemail. I heard an oh-so-familiar voice. It was John, the manager from Chuck E. Cheese. I'm sorry. Truly, this is nothing personal. You have to understand, we... We needed you. We needed someone. He, he's getting hungry. He needs to eat or else. Listen to me. Listen to me when I tell you your sacrifice will not be forgotten. Understand that we only do this to save humanity. We can't kill it. Our attempts only anger it. If you don't feed it, Oh God, we, we never planned on it escaping. We needed it to consume only in the room backstage. Oh God, I'm so sorry. What the hell was that? This joke has gone far enough. This is completely insane. I have to call the police. I jumped out of my bed and turned on my lamp. I dialed 911 and raised the phone in my ear. It's only then that I see it. It was the creature, the rat. It was Chucky, standing in the corner of my room, smiling at me. I heard the 911 operator on the other end, but the phone was already on the ground by that time. I felt my stomach churning inside, my hand still to my ear as if I were holding my phone. I couldn't move. The creature opened its mouth wider than any creature could. It started to slowly move toward me. I was trapped. The only way out was through the window. I pulled up the blind and pulled up my window. I looked behind me. The creature was just a few feet away from me at that point. I jumped out my window and ran as far as possible. A few hours later, I walked back to my house, remembering that I had dialed 911. So I expected some cops to be there. I was right. My dad's car was in the driveway, too. I explained to them that a man wearing a Chuck E. Cheese costume with a knife broke into the house, and he trapped me in my room, so I had to jump out of my window. I explained to them that I had just started working at the Chuck E. Cheese nearby, and that everything was weird from the start there. They assured me that the place would be investigated, and after a few questions, they were on their way. They did send another patrol car to watch the house for the night. 
The next day, police were investigating the building and made a gruesome discovery. In a hidden room near the back of the place were the dead corpses of five teenagers. All were barely identified as the teenagers reported missing in the news. The place was shut down, but nothing was ever heard from John the manager, or whatever his real name is. After that, the creature never returned to my house. I knew something was off with that place from the start. Of course, I had to improvise a bit with my story. I couldn't tell the police that a giant mouse was trying to eat me. But what kills me the most is knowing that the creature is still out there somewhere. And every so often, I wake up in the night, and just barely, I think I can make out the sound of high-pitched laughter coming from the woods. Well, I've never told this story to anyone before. Now you know the horrors that go on in Chuck E. Cheese's. And if you're lucky enough to ever find yourself stuck in one in the future, just remember, the animatronic mouse you see on stage may be more than meets the eye.